Previously on Dice, Paper, Roll. Crossing stepping stones turned out to be harder than they thought. And in true tight five fashion, they faffed about and came up short. With some quick singing, the tiefling bard saved the day. Before them stood an enormous door that appeared to lead the way. A starry domed chamber ringed with shiny bronze. And in the centre of the room, a silvery pond ensconced. As the pool drew her closer, notes of her song rose within. Her music filled the room, and the rings began to spin. She saw a vision from her past, from long, long ago. Enthralled, the bard played on, her eyes began to glow. Surrounded by ancestors, a young Arikis began her song. How was it that she could stop all that would go wrong? Into a mother's arms she ran, tears a-pitterin' and a-patterin', told that she would be the one who'd stop the sky from shattering. Back in the glowing chamber where four of the five had waited, the music danced, the music sparked, the music Arikis had created. And Aelan saw. It was a ritual to bring about their doom. A flaming portal tore the very fabric of the room. Welcome back to another episode of Dice Paper Roll. DPR is brought to you by the generous Patreon members that we have. Thank you. We really appreciate it. We uh, couldn't make the show without you. So, well done. My name is Emil <laughs> and I play Brackei the Goliath Barbarian. My name's Jack and I'm playing Riki's song, Tiefling Bard. My name's Ben. I play Snatch, the Halfling Rogue. My name's Greg. I play Alan, A Aaron, Aeon, and Asamar Sorcerer. And I'm Dan. I play Thandor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest who has been taking a back seat because I am the dungeon master. The decaying corpse of the T-Rex. Like a mountain range in the city. The shield fountains up beside the entrance to the catacombs as goblins rush through the alleys and side streets ogres are destroying buildings and the whole city burns Lasanovich sweeps the legs of an orc and brings his two electrified maces down on its chest as the tiefling Blex Aoki stands with her scrapbook open, air rushing around her, her hair and clothes hover as the pages of her scrapbook flick across, and Kyrene flies through the air and rains down a fireball on a group of goblins. As Vence sits in an alley, clutching his stomach as crimson pools around him 
and Lady V fights a bugbear. And as she parries a strike, a goblin rushes up and stabs her in the back. And she cries out as Beldaf soars in and decimates the goblin. He holds Lady V. My lady, are you okay? He cradles her and as she faces the sky and the glimmering shield, there is a pulse through the light and the fountain stops and the shield melts away. Lightning strikes the castle as the imps and spiny devils begin to rain down on the city. Lady V looks up. It is done. We tried. And in the antechamber that you all stand in, the fiery portal expands before you. You all recognize it as the portals of the devils. Arikis, you stand in the same spot by the pool of uh, liquid silver um, vortexing up towards the, the roof of this room as you continue to play your loot whilst you are in your trance and the energy flows around you, whipping your, your hair about and your clothes and Brackeye, Thandor, Snatch and Alan, you watch as this portal begins to open. You have a single moment before it completely opens. What do you want to do? Hey, what do you call a room that makes you feel really negative? An antechamber. <laughs> Side five. Side five. <laughs> if I'm going to die today, I'm glad I died listening to your jokes, Brackeye. You too, Snatch. I mean, yeah. Let's protect Arikis. Yeah, um... Uh, oh, and Thandor, I could use some healing too. <laughs> uh, Thandor, um... You could use some healing yourself, Thandor. Thandor's not too bad. His ch- chin says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about his chin. Shit. Uh, Thandor, Thandor looks to Alan and um, says, Quickly, we, we only have a, sh- a, a moment. We, we have to heal. Aelan summons the power of his radiant soul and the golden wings burst from his back. Light begins to emanate from his body and his eyes glow brighter and then casts Beacon of Hope on himself. Be a can of hope. Be a can of hope. (laughs) Pulling out a titty and crushing it on his forehead, (laughs) Aelan summons the power of Helm all around him, the energy coalescing and growing, glowing from his skin as he shines brightly in the room. Uh, shedding a bright light. At the same time, Snatch kips up onto his feet and grabs his crossbow out and loads a bolt, pointing it straight at the portal. Great. Um, just quickly, Alan, what, what does Beacon of Hope do? Uh, Beacon of Hope means that uh, everybody in the party gains advantage on wisdom saves and death saves, and also all my heals do maximum healing. Oh, Awesome. Yes. Does that mean that anyone who heals in that area does... No. It's only you who can yeah. who does a heal. Oh. There weren't enough tinnies to go around. No, from any healing. Oh, awesome. drinks on Alan. 
Yeah, awesome. Uh, Snatch, you bring your crossbow out and you aim it towards the fiery portal as it starts to tear open in the middle of the space as Aelan's wings burst from his back and in like a shockwave that radiates out from him, this rich golden light and everyone that's in amongst it feels the benefits and you're all emboldened by this beacon of hope. <laughs> in in uh, this really shit situation. Um, Speaking and, of naked hope. Yeah. And uh, Thandor is going to roll a medicine check, and he rolls an 8 plus 4, so that's a 12. He can gather, just by looking at you all, that Ariki's is in pretty bad shape, although she is completely surrounded by this energy that is difficult to get through. Um and kind of sees the situation, knowing that Brackeye, Thandor, Snatch, and Aelan are going to be the ones that have to hold back any kind of onslaught on Orikis. And so he turns to Brackeye and will cast a Healing Word. Uh, so Healing Word does 1d4 plus your spell casting, which is Wisdom. So you get eight points of healing, Brackeye. Um, and so Thandor grasps the holy symbol that hangs around his neck and then says, Hey, Bracca, I hope you feel better. Um, and casts healing word. (laughs) 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 And it works. It works. You feel, uh, you're... (laughs) It's actually six words, but anyway. (laughs) It was the better was the actual healing word. Um, and you can feel yourself, uh, re-energize and that you feel a bit better than what you were previously. (laughs) Andy Shamer. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Great. Uh, Brackeye, what are you doing in this moment, just as the portals are opening up? Nah. Um. Nah, that's the only joke I had. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. No, I believe you've got more in you. Mm. Brackeye sniffs and scratches his groin. The portal starts to tear open and it expands. So it begins as a solitary point and it opens up in like a ring. And then the edges of it split out further and kind of create like an eye sort of shape. And the fire rims the edge of this portal and you can see through into this hellish landscape of fire and it glows with this ominous red light as four figures start to approach. There is Bruval at the front of this group and behind him stands a much larger horned devil. It carries a a two-tined fork and it has these large um, bat-like wings that slowly kind of ebb and flow while flanking the horned devil, uh, two chained devils which you had seen previously at the uh, fight in the uh, other antechamber. In the other (laughs) antechamber with the shield. Um, Fucking hell. Daddy. Yeah, it's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a bit going on. Uh, so, Bruval steps out and looks directly at you, Brackeye. 
he lines you up as soon as he walks through and says, So, you have fallen into our little plan, have you? This is where you die. I will raise Amelia. Wrong one, Emily. <laughs> Once more. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, too good. Um, <laughs> real good work there, Dan. Um, uh, what I said was Emily. <laughs> um, and one final figure comes from behind the four of them. You can't tell what the creature is. It's a regular humanoid-sized creature in dark robes, and it has this symbol emblazoned on both sleeves and then on its chest of a black circle with a purple ring around it. And it starts walking straight towards where Ariki is and pulls from its cloak its own... uh, I was going to say a lute, but now I've decided it's a mandolin. Yeah! Mandolin's cool. Um, is it an electric mandolin? It is. It is almost like an Ariki's same instrument, just slightly different. Um, and it strums a chord, and the the vibrating energy that surrounds Ariki's is pushed back and inwards towards her in front of this creature, and it steps effortlessly through the energy and then that energy starts to coalesce and reform behind it. Uh, So it stands on the opposite side to the mirror pool and starts playing its own song, which sounds vaguely similar to what your song is, Ariki's just more ominous. Right. Ominous-y. So in your trance-like state, you have just heard the words of the elder and of your mother telling you of your name. And you don't see, but you feel the impact of the other creature's chords striking around you and resonate with the song that you're playing. Um, And your mind goes dark and it flashes once more. But this time, you no longer stand on the wooden platforms of Sossel. You stand at the base of a huge mountain covered in snow. Rocky crags jut out from the edges of it. And you can see right at the very peak of this mountain, a bright shining light. And once more, you feel this compulsion to, to rush towards it. Roll a perception check for me. Oh, that's a 19 on the dice, so 24. Nice. You realise you're not alone. You feel another presence with you. Who's there? Who's there? Uh, You begin to look around, and in the swirling snow that buffets around you, out of the, the kind of the foggy sort of distance, you see a figure start to walk towards you. And this creature somewhat reminds you of Alan. Mm. Uh, you, Alan, is that you? Is that you? No, it's not your friend. 
And my uh, mistake. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. On, on your way then. <laughs> Good day to you. <laughs> Good day to you, sir. Um, Do you know where I am? Roll a dexterity check, uh, saving throw for me. Nineteen. You see from this dark figure a, a dark energy shoot forward towards you, and you quickly dive out of the way and roll into the snow, kicking up snow all around you as this figure starts to enclose. And you can tell that it's an Asimar, but it is in black armor. It has these black robes that cling to its shoulders, and that same symbol the black disc with the purple ring around it. Its hair is dark, and unlike Alan's eyes, which glow with this bright, white, bluish light, these are two black holes that destroy any light that kind of comes anywhere near it. Um, these two empty cavities. And it looks up to the, the peak of the mountain and starts rushing towards it. Hey, wait, wait, wait. That's no way to greet a friend. A friend. And Ariki's scrambles up, and then I, I, I bolt after the figure. Yeah, great. So this creature starts rushing up the mountain, its feet sinking deep into the snow and leaving a trail as you start hurriedly trying to pursue it up this mountain. Brackeye, Bruval is staring you down. The colour drains from Brackeye's face as his eyes widen like saucers and he's staring intently at Bruval across the antechamber. He tenses his muscles and they kind of bulge and you can see the blood pumping through his veins as they kind of engorge. Then, quick as a whip, he pulls out his greatsword and with the descent of his rage he charges at Bruval and awesome uh, attempts so, to sw- make a big old swipe at him yeah 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 great um, it's a soft ending <laughs> <laughs> I know for Not all that for talk Bruval. of engorged he's <laughs> 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 uh, hopeful yeah. <laughs> um, Bruval stares you down recognising you as uh, and blaming you as the the one that allowed his daughter to die, he burns with fury and says, "For my Emily, uh, roll for initiative." Brackeye's eyes are ice cold. As uh, the other, th- oh, ev- everyone, sorry, everyone, roll for initiative. Uh, no, Brackeye? so it's just Brackeye for the oh. moment. We got excited. Eleven. Uh, so. As Brackeye and Bruval stand off against each other, Thandor, Aelan, and Snatch, the other three creatures, the two chained devils and the one horned devil, start rushing towards the three of you. It's weird talking about myself in the third person. Um, so the, the chained devils try to intimidate you by throwing their spiked chains into the ground and start slowly, menacingly walking towards you as the horned devil rises up on its wings and one of its clawed hands starts to emanate with a deep burning glow and fire starts to ring around its claw. 
could Alan and Snatch roll it for initiative? Holy shit. Oh, can I take what I rolled before? <laughs> oh, I rolled a 15 earlier when I... <laughs> minus four. Oh, minus four. 15 minus four, four. Alan. Uh, you and all the... 14, mate. Minus four? 10. Alan, <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, what did you get? 15. We are so fucked. fucked. Jesus. Arikis, could you please roll an initiative for me? That's 15. Awesome. So, Bracca, you go into a rage and you whip your great sword out and start charging towards Bruval as Bruval draws his own greatsword, the one that you remember from underneath the pub that he once owned in a past life. He draws his greatsword, although now it is tarnished with uh, scorch marks and the steel is tinged with black. We once used our swords in friendship. Ha ha! Now we are enemies. Ha ha! You will pay for your crimes. Ha ha! <laughs> Again, <laughs> trademark. <laughs> what was that? It's an anime. Ha-ha! Um, Brekai's <laughs> legs are a blur as he sprints. You can barely see them. They're, they're, they're a shimmering cloud as he pumps leg, leg on leg. You'd think you'd be able to hear it. He's running. He's a heavy guy, but uh, he glides. He glides. And from the opposite direction, Bruval, with like one hand in front of him going, ta 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 His legs pumping and sprinting straight towards you and you both clash your swords against one another and grit against each other face to face. Do you kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> you will free Emily. It's Amelia. <laughs> My daughter was Emily. I know I made the same mistake before. <laughs> I mean, free her from perjury. Um, That's what I'm trying to do. I don't know what his voice is anymore. Oh, well, then, really, our, our goals are kind of aligned. <laughs> Merkorn! Bracco knees him really hard in the balls. <laughs> as, as he looks at you and says, You don't know what you're... Tw- you knee him in the nuts. Roll to attack. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, well, that's a reckless attack, is it? Yeah. A reckless knee to the nuts. A reckless knee to the nuts. Of course. To the, to the nuts. If he, if he gets it wrong, and then he leaves himself open. It's pretty reckless. That is a... 17. To hit. Uh, you bring your knee up towards his nuts, and he just drops one hand down and blocks your knee from the strike, stopping it in mid-flight. Braco swings his sword around the back of his head and tries to bury it in the neck of Bruval. Cool. Roll to attack. That's looking a little bit nicer. That is... Oh, no, it's not going to be enough. 19, I don't think. Uh, you swing your greatsword around, and once more he just brings his greatsword up to meet it and stops it mid-flight and smiles in your face. You want to attack? Uh, you know, you're not in a frenzy yet, are you? No. No. Okay, great. It's Bruval's turn now. So, with both arms up in the air, both of your swords uh, crossed, he starts to wield yours around and doing it in a large arc, tries to swing it out of the way and bring an elbow across into your jaw. So many pieces of paper. 
that is a 16 to hit. That hits. So he brings his elbow across and it connects with your jaw. Uh, that will be a D. Doing a total of seven points of bludgeoning damage, Does that, that which will be halved to three. three. Um, and you, your head whips to one side and you spit a, a small uh, cough of blood onto the ground. And a gemstone. And a gemstone that clatters to the ground Mine. and sparkles in crossbow. the fiery light. <laughs> crossbow. <laughs> crossbow. Um, uh, that is a 21 to hit. Uh, that's another hit. Uh, so then he brings his greatsword around and cuts across your leg. That is 2d6. Uh, so that's 12 points of slashing damage halved to 6. Um, so his sword, after whipping yours around to the side, then pulls it across and gouges a, a cut across your leg. But you being the hardy creature that you are doesn't do um, as much damage. But that's a fucking 20! So this one's going to hurt. Um, <laughs> Try not to enjoy yourself too much there, Danny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that die away before someone dies. Um, <laughs> so he brings the sword across your, um, your leg and then whips it up and then brings it down across your chest. 18 plus 6 is 24, halve that to 12 points of slashing damage, and a large cut is sliced across your chest. It's your turn. I think it's a bit rich you blaming me for your daughter's death. I mean, you invited me to the pub and left on her own, and um, it's on you, buddy. If it wasn't for you... She'd be alive. They would have taken the other girl and let her be. I mean, that, that seems like you're blaming other people for your poor parenting. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't say anything. I'm not a parent, but uh, I feel like the responsibility is kind of... You don't know what it's like to be a parent. Yeah. You can't always be there for them. That's you try thing. and you That's, try, yeah, but you can't. It's a thin curtain, I think, that one. It doesn't... Uh, Fuck you! <laughs> Roll to attack. I didn't say I wanted... No, of course he attacks. <laughs> Brackeye tries to shunt his shoulder and elbow into the chest of Bruval and um, says, Oh, hang on a second. You're not Dale, are you? You're the pub... Oh, you were the publican. You're... Oh, Bruval. That's the... You had the... You were the pouring the beers. Oh right, that's the Emily Amelia thing. I said my name so many times. Yeah, we hung out together. We went through the forest together. Yeah, How do you not remember me? I, I fought you on the on the wagon, and then then the T Rex came. You don't remember any of that? I, I do, but, but I've been I, look. I've been isolated for a pretty long time. Uh, I didn't see anyone for about four years. There are a lot of new names in a very short period of time. It was hard to keep track. Um, <laughs> Brooke swipes his great sword into the leg of Bruval. <laughs> Oh no, it's only a 12, it's not going to work. 12, it, um, you try and cut down at his uh, legs, but he kind of lifts off a little bit with his wings and your sword swings underneath where his legs once were. Is it too late to go into a frenzy? It kind of is, isn't it? Uh, you can use a bonus action to go into frenzy. All right, Brackeye grits his teeth, his eyes squint. He, if you thought he was engorged before, you wait till you see him after this. He pumps himself up and then makes another attack right 
I'm trying to uh, right into the guts of removal, <laughs> but it's not gonna happen. It's only a ten. You wanna borrow my coin? He's got one more attack. No, oh. he does not. You've what? used your bonus action to go uh, into the frenzy rage, so next round you'll be able okay. to get three attacks. Sorry, buddy. No, you're um, right. You try and thrust your sword towards him, and as he's like raised up off the ground a little bit, he kicks down and kicks the sword back down towards the ground and goes, Fuck you for not remembering my name! <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the energy in the room intensifies and the light is going from this darkish red light from the portal and juxtaposing against the blue light of Ariki's uh, playing her song, you, Ariki, are rushing after the fallen ASMR. Uh What do you want to do? It is about... 15 feet ahead of you and you're uh, trailing behind it. What do you do? I run faster and attempt to spear tackle, but forcing my horns directly at him. <laughs> you you try and spear tackle. You uh, like uh, ram, like an actual ram, try and like ram your fucking horns into the back of this creature. Roll to attack. Uh, yeah, roll to attack. 13 plus head. <laughs> um, so it'd be your strength. Oh, yeah. Um, Minus one. <laughs> 12. 12. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you try and dive into the back of this creature, but at the last moment, it gets its own little burst of energy and keeps on propelling itself forward, and you fall flat and sink into the snow. Uh, you look up as it starts to get further away, and it looks back at you, and with the purplish energy that starts to uh, crackle around its forearm, it fires an Eldritch Blast back towards you. Uh, that is a spell attack. That is a 15 to hit. That would hit, I believe. Uh, so as you lay in the, the soft snow, the purplish energy crackles and then slams into your chest as you uh, start to get up. I'm waiting for somebody to say a similar. <laughs> uh, so that does... Type five. Type five. Uh, that does uh, nine points of damage. Now... You are in your trance state, so this isn't the same as when you're in the reality. You have right. gone back up to full hit points, oh. and all of your spell slots have been regained. So this is like a, essentially like a whole new day, um, a new life for you. Sure, sure. <laughs> How are you feeling? Start a, How are you feeling? Start a family Doom. and Doom. Doom. go off into the mountains. <laughs> Um, um, great. So the Eldritch Blast uh, slams into your chest and it continues to uh, rush off um, ahead of you and it comes to a large chasm and it tries to leap across the chasm. Fuck, rolling a three. Uh, it <laughs> runs and it launches off and as it starts to fall, its black wings sprout from its shoulders could save <laughs> and uh, sails over to the other side of the chasm. It is a twenty-foot gap. Six meters. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Ariki's is prone on the ground. She like slams her tail into the ground, making a thumping sound in the snow. Mm-hmm. Probably dampened by the snow, but so like I thought you were like kickstanding yourself up with like a spring, <laughs> like Tigger <laughs> from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, why not? Through the mountains <laughs> on her tail. Um, yeah, and with the beat, she presses off the ground, raising her hands to her lute, and she casts fly and says, Oh, I see you've got some wings on, you ASMR. I've come to bring you... Back to Earth. <laughs> Back to Earth. And then um, she launches herself forward towards the ASMR. Awesome. Uh, with your words, uh, you run towards the chasm and leap off and strumming the cord at the same time and you sail across, flying through the air. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rocking on your um, elutric guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As as the um, the black form of the fallen Asimar swings around in mid-flight, its wings flapping behind it, and once more tries to cast an Eldritch Blast at you. Uh, that is a nine to hit. Doesn't it hit? Uh, the the purplish crackling energy flies past you and you kind of go into a, a bit of a barrel roll um, as you're <laughs> still rocking on your loot. Uh, you got one more action. What do you want to oh, do? Um, uh, I cast Shatter on him. Awesome. Um, so Arikis closes her eyes as the Eldritch Blast goes over her shoulder and reaches to a satchel on her side and pulls out a piece of mica. Still don't know what that is. <laughs> Poor Micah. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> uh, and strings it along the lute, and she says, You might want to check your wings, my friend, and shoots out the material into the snow, and pieces of snow and wind fall in behind it and trail it as, as a big blast of glassy fragments comes out of my awesome yeah. awesome uh, so you strum the cord with your piece of mica and it shatters in your hand and shoots forth the bits of snow and the wind coalescing behind it creating this slipstream line behind this shattered glass and it flies past the ASMR and slams into the mountain and this loud, resonant explosion. It starts off as a dull thud and then roars and explodes out. The ASMR thinking in victory that, ah, you missed. (laughs) Ha ha. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna say hee hee, bro. (laughs) Hee hee, yeah. (laughs) You missed, hee hee. And then, the odd lord to your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and then in that moment, there's a large crack and the snow from the mountain starts to shift and break away and then comes raining down on top of him, burying him in an avalanche. And 
to the rest of you in the chamber room, the blue energy suddenly bursts out from where Ariki's is playing and you can see that there's this like kind of ebb and flow of this darkish light and the blue energy that Ariki's is emanating um, from when she's trying to spear with the horns a small burst and with the eldritch blast darkness envelops into the blue energy but this time with Ariki's shatter spell the blue energy bursts out around you and each one of you are enveloped in it. You all have now a magical weapon that gives you a plus one to attack and a plus one to damage. Do I have that as well? Probably not, hey. Yes, you do. Why not? Yeah. Oh, sick. Am I now out of the mountain area? or No, you're still within your trance. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like a lucid dream sort of thing. You're still in this dreamscape trying to scale this mountain and you can feel this uh, beacon of light that's at the peak of this mountain calling for you and okay. you feel the urge to rush towards it at all costs. Um, Arikis feels the pull of it and bits of mountain and uh, snow are falling through the, the air around her and she's with her fly spell shooting up along the face of this crumbling cliff and her feet land on different pieces of rock in the air and she launches herself from these just like seriously crouching tiger hidden dragon awesome. style yeah and with with your uh uh, yeah. Boots of spider climbing, you yeah. easily latch onto each falling stone and spring off to the next. Uh, as the blue energy whirls around you, Alan, it is your go. There is a horned devil that is risen up into the air as the two chain devils are walking towards the three of you, Thandor, Snatch, and Alan. Alan, what do you do? It looks like it falls to us, friends, to protect Arikis from these devilish foes. I step forward, placing my hand on Snatch's shoulder and summoning the healing energy of Helm to protect us both. I twin spell a cure wounds. Uh, so both of us receive 13 hit points. Oh, because of your beacon, beacon, beacon of, of hope? hope it maximizes just, it and um, twin spell means uh, I cast it on myself and on Snatch. VB oh. apiece. <laughs> um, the golden light emanates or ripples around uh, my body and down my hands and uh, as my own hand clutches the amulet to my chest and my left hand rests on Snatch's shoulder, that golden energy pulses down my limb and surrounds each of us, uh, knitting together our wounds and healing us up. Awesome. Great, I don't have to say anything to that. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, is there anything else that you can do? Can you do any bonus actions or anything like that? Um, or is that your turn done? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold it there for now. Awesome. The horned devil rising up above looks down at you and roars a, a, a terrifying cry, and then throws a small flaming ball towards the two of you, Snatch and Alam. But he can only really hit the one of you, so it's going to hit Alam. Uh, it is. It's a 15 to hit. That's a hit. That's a hit. Oh, not the best. 
That's no problem, Danny. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's uh, six points of fire damage. The fire starts to erupt around its clawed hand, and then it hurls this uh, small flaming ball towards you, and it slams into your chest. You've already had all of your clothes burnt away before. The fire just scorches across your skin, and it leaves this black stain across the center of your chest as it then swoops down towards Ah! you and towards you snatch with its two-tined fork uh, like a lance held out in front of it. It is going to try and pierce you with its uh, fork. Does it say, time for dinner? (laughs) Yeah, I was waiting for someone to say something about the two-tined fork. (laughs) Two-tined fork. (laughs) That was two-tined fork in two tones. That was two-tone yeah, fork. It was, wasn't it? If it's in his hands, I guess, is that a trident? It's, it's a like trident. a trident, but yeah. it's a trident. It's a tree. tree. It's a, but it's this a trident. Is, <laughs> this is a, like a, a doodent. A, a doodent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's coming down straight for you, Snatch, and it's going to stab you in the chest, and it rolled an 18. Yeah, I think you know that hits. Yeah, cool, it hits. Um, doodent sounds way less threatening. Just yeah. say it. It's true. Two-tone fork. That's <laughs> terrifying. Oh, what sort of madness is this? <laughs> it's going to prong me. Uh, uh, sorry, they were the wrong dice. Come on, mate. It's not like you've got anything to do right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't taunt the DM. <laughs> He's rolling my damage. <laughs> no, no, buddy. Play it with fire. You're a brave man. <laughs> um, so that was, is... Was a brave man. So, Alan, you have one hand on Snatch's shoulder as the fire scorches your skin. He is then suddenly not beside you as the horned devil came sailing through digging its fork straight into your chest, the snatch, and pushing you further back. It did 14 points of piercing damage. And then he is going to turn to Thandor and is going to try and hit with its tail, uh, which has, oh fuck, that's a 20. Not a 20, but a 20 against uh, (laughs) Thandor. And that is another two D8s. That is... That is 12 points of damage to Thandor. Why am I trying to kill my own guy? Um, Make DMing sure easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. Um, And then Thandor has to... Oh, shit. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, So... (laughs) Fuck, I just fucked up Thandor. (laughs) 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 Um... Yep. Okay, cool. As the fork has stabbed into you, Snatch, it whips around with its tail and it stabs Thandor in the neck, doing serious damage to him. But as it pulls out the tail, the hole that is left in his neck continues to gush blood and there is no stopping the the bleeding. He can't... Thandor! He's uh, really messed up. Um, Is he still standing? He's still standing, but the tail does extra damage in that it continues to bleed every turn. So that's my go? Yeah. All right. Um, (laughs) Reeling from the pain, Snatch stumbles back and still holding his crossbow. He, He whips around and takes aim at one of the chain devils, and he says... 
hope the smiling lady frowns upon you and shoots it off as he uh, kind of so he angles uh, so that Alan is just slightly in the way that he can duck back behind. That's um, good of you. <laughs> after he's taken his shot, and uh, yeah, I fire off at one of the chain devils. Awesome roll to attack. <sighs> Eighteen. That hits. Minus four, 14. Oh. Brutal. See the plus one for attack? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you aim your crossbow. It looks like it will be perfect. And as the crossbow bolt flies through the air, the chain devil whips its two chains around and, like, two swirling kind of fans just flings it out of the way, out of midair, and it clatters to the ground. Okay. Um, fuck! He swears, and he. <laughs> I'll use my movement as well to run towards Thandor, and then cunning action to hide, try and hide behind Thandor, but I'll also pull out my dagger, not trusting my crossbow. Hide in the gaping hole in his neck. Just cozy up in there. Roll a hide check. Thandor is clutching at. 20! <laughs> Thandor is clutching at his throat as blood gurgles. Um, as, as he's <laughs> flailing around, I just kind of hide behind the movement. You hide behind <laughs> him. He's like, snarch, I don't feel so good. I'm here for you, buddy. I'm here for you, buddy. And in, in my mind, I think I've got my dagger. If I have to use it to mercifully end his life, I will. <laughs> Mate, I'm the DM here. I don't say it out loud. I just think it briefly. No, I'm there. I want. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I got your back, Thandor. I didn't hear that. And and, and your beard. <laughs> I got your back and your beard. Uh, and your back beard. Yeah, and your back beard. So if you want that back, oh, don't die. Thank you. <laughs> Plug the hole. <laughs> Skin and beard. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Totally hygienic. <laughs> Roll a, me- it. roll a medicine check. Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, nine minus four. <laughs> no. Well, I mean that would you cram the hair into <laughs> his gaping the gaping hole in his throat, uh, but it's not doing anything to really soak up the blood or stop the the bleeding. Um, but it was a valiant effort. <laughs> Uh, the two chain devils start making their way to you all um, and towards you in particular, Alan, as they can now no longer see what has happened to the small creature that just tried to fire a crossbow bolt at them. Um, and they see that Thandor is wounded and are going to uh, capitalize on that. So one is going to attack you, Alan, and try and distract you while the other is going to attack my own character. Bring it on, I'm not afraid of the missing link. <laughs> Chambers <laughs> humor. Um, <laughs> that's a 14 to hit. Uh, that is it. Uh, so that's 11 points of piercing damage to you, Alan, as well as another attack, which is a 13. That is a miss. That is a miss? Yes. Awesome. So the chain devil brings both of its chains whipping around in front of it and brings one down, which slashes across the front of you, and then the other one whips around, and tr- so it's trying to, like, crisscross the front of you. But the first strike hits you and knocks you a little bit further back, and then the second strike passes through where you just were. As the second chain devil attacks... Thandor, the first strike, digging into the same area where the bleeding hole is. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know, he's fucked. 
I'm really fucking up Thandor. Why am I doing this? I love Thandor. <laughs> Don't die, Thandor. Um, that's another eight points of damage. Uh, so it cuts into his uh, throat and into the gaping hole. Blood is pouring down Thandor's chest as the second strike smashes into the ground right at his feet, doing no damage. Aelan, it is your turn. Uh, seeing Thandor and Snatch both wounded, I rush forward, lifting off a few feet off the ground and dashing forward, my wings flapping, my hands outstretched uh, and sort of Superman forwards gliding until I connect with both Snatch and Thandor. And as I fly forward, I summon that holy energy again, the beacon of hope swirling around me as it charges up my arms and I twin spell a second level healing word on Snatch and Thandor. Um, so they... You get a healing spell and you get a healing spell. They both heal 21 points. Oh, awesome. As Ooh. the energy curls around them and knits up their wounds and uh, my right hand claps onto Thandor's gaping neck wound uh, as the golden energy swirls in the wound and around it, knitting it up around the With red some of the hair beard that hair. sticks out at an odd <laughs> angle from his neck. <laughs> Oh, he's going to have ingrown hairs for ages. Um, he's going to be like an infection. And, but we'll have to deal with that later. Pulling that out is going to be gross. Yeah, that's going to suck. But the, um, the words of your healing power stops the bleeding immediately in Thandor's throat and the wound starts to knit back together, uh, healing it. And he is revitalized with energy which is fortunate because I forgot to take his turn before your turn, which is great, but I'm going to take it now because it's against me anyways. Oh, no, sorry, I'm not finished. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. awesome. You finish off your turn. Sorry, I, uh, I'm going to tax my divine heritage once more to quicken a cantrip that I will fire at the horn devil floating above us. So I'll fire a ray of frost up towards the horn devil. Ah, shit. Uh, 16 to hit. Knowing my strike is erring, I summon even further, praying to Helm, seeking his guidance as I ask for the favour of the gods. Awesome. Did you get to add 2d4 to that? Yeah. Awesome. So another 3, so 17 to hit. That, that does it. Uh, so, awesome. So you uh, fly through the air and you send out your healing energy towards Snatch and Thandor on the ground. And as you are flying over the top of them, you twist in mid-flight and then aim yourself looking up towards the Horn Devil and the ice uh, starts to form around your fingertips as you fire it up towards it. Six points of frost damage, and his speed is reduced by ten. Awesome. The icy first uh, blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done. Your ray of frost slams into it, and it stops it for a moment. But it grits its teeth and grins back down at you. Uh, it seems that it didn't quite do as much as what you wanted. I grimace at him, but it's still a shiny toothy grimace with a ding it's, but it's a really aggressive yeah. ding it's ding. like ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> dong uh, Thandor um, feeling revitalized after your healing is going to look at one of the chain devils as it starts barreling down towards him and is just gonna go 
Fuck you, you fucking evil fucking creatures. Whatever you just did to my neck sucked, and Tempest is gonna fuck you in your fucking shitty faces, you piece of shit. <laughs> and is <Okay>. gonna <laughs> is gonna I'm talking to myself this is like taunting myself um, and he's going to run and just fully stab his glaive into the chest of the chain devil that is a plus 4 on a 16 so that's 20 to hit which does the damage yay for me I was also gonna do a pushing attack on top of that cause I'm just adding things to it cause I need to kill these fuckers um Sweet, the glaive sinks into the chest, and now that his glaive is actually imbued with magical power because of Ariki's, the point presses against the chest of um, the creature, and it stops for a moment, but then because of that magical essence, the bluish energy that sharpens the blade and cuts through the resistance of this devil, and it sinks deep into its chest, and it roars in pain as Thandor continues to push it back towards the portal. Uh, it is... So now it's the Horned Devil. Oh, shit. After taking the frost damage, two flames start to erupt around both of its hands, and he sends one flying back down towards Thandor and one towards you, Aelan. That is 16 to hit. That is a hit. Fuck. Uh, two, five, nine points of fire damage to you, Aelan. And another 15 to Thandor. As the fire bursts into Alan's chest, he's soaring across the ground, his wings facing down towards the floor of this room. Uh, the fire crashes into his chest and blasts him down as he skids along the, the ground, his wings twisting behind him. Awesome. The flame strikes into the back of Thandor and the flaming sword that is emblazoned on his cloak, the rest of his cloak starts to burn with fire around it as it is singed away and does a significant amount of damage to him. Snatch is your go. In the chaos, Snatch is struck by inspiration and he leaps out from behind Thandor grabbing the chain of the chain devil uh, from where it had hit into the ground and he grabs it and runs straight at the chain devil whose chain it was uh, and then he just circles around it trying to trip it and I use my dash action as well so I get heaps of movement <laughs> around it and try to like just tangle it up in its chains awesome. and pull it. Speed runner in Yeah, <laughs> yeah great. Uh, yeah, you, you have this sudden burst of inspiration and you you feel this energy fill through you. The vibration and the essence of Ariki's song starts to imbue you and you just start legging it. You are banging around this room and you pick up the chain and as you run in circles around it, you slowly get tighter and tighter and closer into where the chain devil is and then you yank on the chain. Can you please roll a strength check? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Nine minus four, five. It's all right. I rolled a one. Uh, oh, so yeah. you um, you yank on the chain, and the creature, not quite realizing what was happening in this fast blur that was whipping around it, is knocked off balance as you yank its feet out from underneath it, and it falls to the ground. It is now prone on the ground. 
Great. Cool. Can I have my dagger out as well while I was doing that? You can uh, have your, your dagger out. Holding. Yep. Waiting for it to stand up again. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, in your grip. As the chain devils, uh, the one that Thandor is trying to push back into the portal of hell, uh, tries to resist against him. Um, but is unable to. Uh, they struggle against each other, and the glaive digs deeper and deeper until it's starting to press out the back of the chain devil, but it is unable to do anything. The other chain devil starts to try and get up off the ground and start to try and break free from its own chains. Not so fast! Uh, yeah, roll a d20. Oh, fuck. Two. Two. Damn that coin. Two. Minus four, minus two. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the the chains um, start to slacken around it, and it has to break its own chain in order to get free. It is now down one of its weapons, but it starts to get back up. As Brackeye, you are engaged in this contest with Bruval. Um and Bruval, uh, rising up on his wings, is taunting you, trying to uh, bring more of the fire out of you and en- enrage you even more. Uh, it is your turn. Brackeye feels the frenzy come upon him. It hits him in a wave, and ordinarily when he frenzies, he just feels white-hot anger and sees red. But this time, his eyes kind of mist over and he realises that They're full of tears as he starts to cry. And instead of white hot anger, he does feel some anger, but he feels very sad instead. And then in what feels like he's underwater, he makes his attack on Bruval. Time seems to slow down as he kind of floats through the space. (sighs) That's better. 23. That is. Yes! Yeah. Brilliant. He's waiting for that. Yeah, the, the essence within you, that change, that shift um, from white hot rage, your thoughts become more collected and you see an opportunity as you somewhat calm yourself, but you still use that boiling rage to 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 just tear him apart. Go he, for it. He, he thinks of afternoons and days on end in the mountains, meditating by himself, by the stream. He swings his greatsword, trying to take the leg of Brutal. That is 18 points of damage. Plus one damage. Oh yeah, sorry, 19 points of damage. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, Before, without the magical essence that now Arikis has imbued with your greatsword, you were finding it really difficult to find that attack and make those points land but now that it has been infused and yourself infused with the memories of your past in isolation and the calmness that you felt in meditation and you're channeling that anger into a more focused and clearly defined purpose you bring your greatsword up and Bruval's face twisted in anger suddenly shifts in slight confusion recognizing this newfound power within you as the tears stream down your face and he's confused and you bring your greatsword 
up overhead and slash him from chest to navel as he floats above you. It brings him down to the ground and now he is at your feet. What do you do? Kiss him. <laughs> He's still very much alive. Kiss him. Brackeye looks him deep, looks him in the eyes and places his hand on his hair, gripping it and attempts to slash him across the throat with his great sword. Oh. Awesome. Roll to attack. <sighs> that is not going to do it. That is only a 13. You grip onto his horns that now protrude from his skull and you try and yank it back and slash across his throat, but he twists his own hand up in amongst your arm and grips you and uh, like kind of puts you into an arm lock and you're unable to actually get the sword across as he rolls out of your grasp and then stands in front of you. Brackeye takes one more breath and makes his last attack. Yes. That's not bad. That is a 21. That hits. Yes. He remembers himself sitting in the stream cold, with, hot with the sun, and then with a breath out, he lunges forward quickly and hopefully kind of deadly. Deadly, that's the word. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> 23. 23 points of damage. Uh, Bruval is shocked and wasn't expecting the amount of pain that your blow inflicted upon him. And as you rush towards him, great sword directly in front of you, you thrust it straight into his stomach and you put it all the way to the hilt. The sword digs out the back of Bruval, glistening with this blackish blood, and he uh, coughs a spurt of blackish blood from his uh, mouth as you are now face to face. And he grabs onto your face and starts trying to claw at your eyes. Kiss you. It's time to end it. <laughs> it ends now. Uh, that's 20 to hit. You know it hits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, that is 12 points of damage, halved to six, as he starts digging a thumb into your eye socket. Um, that is... Oh, that's a good one. That's like a 26 to hit. Oh. Uh, so he starts digging the uh, the thumb into your eye socket and then pushes your head away and grabs onto your uh, sword arm, pulling it out as he then tries to bring his own greatsword down onto you, which slashes across your chest, doing 15 points of slashing damage, halve that to 7. And with his last final strike, does another 26 to hit and then crisscrosses that same strike across your chest, dealing 15, halve that to seven points of slash. What does X stand for? That's his signature. For Emily! <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know how to sign things properly, I just usually do an X, I, I never really learned how to spell, it's just a, yeah, I can't really help you there. Education is the silver bullet. Uh, you're telling me. Maybe this all could have been avoided. Uh, as Orikis, you rush up the side of the mountain, the snow swirling around you um, as you reach the summit. 
before you on top of the mountain is this glowing crystal-like gem. It's about the size of like two fists or, or like, a, you know, like a large egg kind of yeah. sized shape. And it refracts the light around you. And there is this swirling storm that is buffeting around you as the fallen ASMR starts to climb up the side of the mountain. Oh, can I see him? Yes, you can see him. I'm trying to decide whether I try to kick him off the ledge. He's got wings. I grab the egg. Your hand reaches out and grasps around this gemstone and you feel the energy pulsate through you and in the antechamber another huge burst of bluish energy erupts out centered on Origi's. You all get a plus three to AC. Bingo. (laughs) Thank Tamora. Or Ariki's or Dan or whatever. Whoever the fuck it is. (laughs) Thank you, Helm. Thanks. That's Mr. Dan to you. Uh (laughs) Um, Ariki's, you feel this warm light from the stone gripped in your hand and you start to peer into it and you can see in this bluish stone like refracted images from the different sharp surfaced edges you can see these different images you can see the scene that's playing out in this antechamber in one of the facets you can see Sossel in another facet and Greymead and you can see all these different realms encased in this gemstone as the ASMR's hand grips around your ankle and a chain erupts from your chest oh like through my chest through your chest in the antechamber you all see the moment of a small fiery portal open up in the ground and a large chain that has been shot out of it and has pierced through Ariki's stomach and Ariki's you grasp the gem and you look into its facets can you please roll a concentration check for me mm-hmm. Ooh, 11 from outside Ariki's song stops playing in the pain and the shock she loses the rhythm and that's where we'll end the game. Wow. That's episode number 46. Four. 44. What? Oh, five. Five. Sorry. Okay. Next one's 46. <laughs> that was episode 45, I guess. Yeah. So D- many DR. episodes. Mm. 46 is next week. Tune in. Same time. Well, I mean, it's podcast. You listen to whatever the fuck you want. That's part of the beauty of it. But um, <laughs> Sunday's when we release it. We release it at the same time uh, each each week. Holy shit! Wow. There's so, sorry. There's we are so fucked.
Druval steps out and looks directly at you, Brackeye. He lines you up as soon as he walks through and says, So, you have fallen into our little plan, have you? This is where you die. I will raise Amelia. Wrong one, Emily. Once more. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, too good. Oh, good. Um, real good work there, Dan. Um, uh, what I said was Emily. <laughs>